Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this wonderful, beautiful blue planet of ours from Reykjavik to Riverside, New York to L.A., Seattle to um, Miami, sorry, Miami to Seattle, Bombay to Budapest, Sydney to Dublin. Welcome to Real News Live. This is a Toxically Masculine Tuesday. I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle. That guy right there wearing the MAGA shirt from Ungoverned Tees today is Blake Wally, somewhere east of California. Blake, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm somewhere between Miami and LA, and it's uh, it's a great day here, so I'm, I'm happy. So That's good. It's it, it's always good to have a great day. It's always good to be in a in a wonderful sunny place, and it's actually sunny, believe it or not, in Seattle today. I can't wait to get out of here, though. Um, <clears throat> anyway, and also I'm wearing. It's going to be a quick show today because Manchester City is playing at two o'clock in the quarterfinals of the Champions League against Borussia Dortmund, and that is a game I have to be planted in front of the TV for. Also, not a lot of news. I want to give you a heads up tomorrow too. It doesn't look like there's going to be a Tell the Truth Wednesday tomorrow unless it's late in the afternoon, like five Pacific or six Pacific, because my brother's having ear surgery tomorrow. I have to take care of that uh, with him, make sure he gets to and from okay. And so Casey's the only one available. We'll see if Casey wants to do a show later in the afternoon. We always could. Hopefully there'll be something, uh, some breaking news or something to talk about. Okay. Blake, I guess what I want to start with is there is uh, a lot of news. It's it's kind of conventional news. It's not really, there's not a lot of rumors and uh, stuff floating around. Uh, one of the first things is the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, who uh, has been kind of a wimp through a lot of this stuff, especially with COVID, has uh, issued an executive order prohibiting his state agencies in Texas or political subdivisions from creating a vaccine passport requirement. So this is an order that he issued uh, this morning prohibiting all the state agencies or political subdivisions from doing anything with vaccine passports. It says that um, <clears throat> it says that basically uh, they're typically described as an app with a code that verifies if someone has been vaccinated or recently tested negative for COVID-19. They're already in use in Israel and in development in parts of Europe, but Abbott shut that down as an option in the Lone Star State with executive order number GA35, which prohibits organizations from receiving public funds from requiring consumers to provide documentation of vaccine status in order to receive any service or enter any place. Now it needs to be imposed by law on the corporations, Blake, um, you know, they shouldn't be able to deny anybody service because they don't have a lollipop. Sorry, did I say the V word? I did. Um, I think this is a great move. It's the beginning and we need to be pushing back on these uh, lollipop passports as hard, I think, as we can. Oh, absolutely. This is uh, just this is very blatantly un-American and uh, it doesn't belong in this country. So I'm glad that DeSantis and now Greg Abbott have finally stepped up to uh, put a stop to this madness. Yeah, it is really quite, um, it is really It is really great uh, news actually. Now in, in other news, the, the trial of Derek Chauvin is continuing to go on. And again, it's a travesty he's even on trial because they've already basically shown that uh, George Floyd died of a drug overdose. But today they played video of him, or yesterday in court, <clears throat> kneeling on George Floyd's shoulder 
not on his neck, which would explain why the autopsy report said there were no injuries to his neck or windpipe or anything else. Uh, the lead de defense attorney, Eric Nelson, played a video for the court on Monday that appeared to show his client was kneeling on George Floyd's shoulder the way they're trained to and not on his neck. Uh, Black Lives Matter and the mainstream media journalists have long claimed that he was kneeling on the 46-year-old drug addict's neck, but Nelson asked Minneapolis Police Chief Madara Arredondo if he was familiar with the concept of camera perspective bias. Before playing two different angles of footage from the scene, the two videos he played were from teenager Dar Darnello Frazier and the police body cam footage from former officer Alexander Kung. In the video recorded by Frazier, the angle makes it appear that the uh, officer's knee is on Floyd's neck. However, in the body camera footage, uh, the same exact time, you can clearly see that the knee is on the criminal's shoulder. So let's take a minute and look at this. From the perspective of Miss Frazier's camera, it appears that Officer Chauvin's knee is on the neck of Mr. Floyd. Yes. Sorry, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> okay, but you can see, I guess from this video, they didn't really narrate it, that it was clearly on his shoulder blade, not his neck. His shin was draped across um, Mr. Floyd's neck, but that is not sufficient force to cause death. So we have a situation here, Blake, where once again, um, once again, all the facts point to Derek Chauvin being, I guess, innocent of uh, murder. Hello, Blake. Yeah. Innocent of murder in innocent of murder in the conduct and how he conducted the uh, the the arrest that day. Yeah, this is a very interesting find by the lawyer because I hadn't seen that either. But uh, now that you, and I've actually just watched the body cam, but I've seen all of the footage now. And of course, the optics, of course, look terrible. It looks like, yeah, he executed the guy in the street. And then when you look at the body cam footage, you see the whole, uh, everything leading up to that. He was resisting arrest. He was out of his mind. They put him on the ground. They're holding him there, getting the, uh, the, the paramedics called in. And then when you see the, uh, the new angle, you can actually, yeah, it looks like it's, you know, on his shoulder. It wasn't nearly as bad as it, as it seemed. And with all the fentanyl, and then when you put all the facts together, it paints a different picture than, uh, what we saw last year about this time when, uh, the whole country went uh, crazy, including the entire planet freaking out about the systemic racism when it, it was not the case at all. So, um, uh, hopefully these developments and people will just go, Oh, you know, it's too bad. This was a tragedy and we, we jumped to conclusions, but I know BLM is in the news. Uh, there was an activist and they're ready to burn the, the city down uh, if they don't get their conviction on this. So interesting development. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, um, 
again, they shouldn't be getting their conviction because Chauvin's obviously innocent because the autopsy report proves that this guy was a drug addict who died of a drug overdose and uh, had nothing. So, you know, you've got, you've even got Premier League teams in England football taking a knee, you know, to represent, oh, the poor oppressed George Floyd, who in fact is simply a drug addict who died of a drug overdose, uh, as drug addicts often do. And, you know, again, it's just this whole thing is just such baloney. And yeah, they're basically threatening the jurors, not only with killing, you know, the jurors are going to be in trouble uh, personally, but that they'll burn down American cities if they don't convict this guy. Well, if they convict this guy, it'll be the biggest travesty of justice since the O.J. Simpson trial. When O.J. Simpson walked away scot-free after murdering two people. So let's wait and see what happens. Both cases are racially charged. And uh, the reality is that Chauvin is, to my mind anyway, quite innocent. And in fact, he should get his job back as a police officer, because I don't think he did anything wrong. I think there's some shady stuff around Chauvin that should be investigated, but as it stands now, I don't see how you can, uh, I don't see how you can charge the guy with any crime. It looks to me like he was doing his job and following his training because there were other videos shown yesterday about how they train these guys to do this and he did it the right way. So I don't know what else you can say about it. Yeah, it's it's sad to see. Yeah, you have the bureaucrat, the police chiefs are usually bureaucrats, and they're going to kind of represent things a little bit differently than actual officer on the street who's actually been in the field. And it's a extraordinarily difficult job where these guys are forced to make these kinds of decisions every day. And they had to kind of they had to get them out of there and off the streets, and that was the way they it, it looked bad but now that the evidence is coming out so hopefully it'll be vindicated but it's still a lesson for us all to learn um about these uh these yeah. incidents that that take place all over the country and uh the things that these these cops have to put up with and uh to deal with and, and some of them are bad we saw the ones that happened with eric garner which painted a different picture but this one with george floyd is, is not the same case or the philandro castile which did happen also in Minnesota and in Roseville. And that was a terrible tragedy. That guy did not deserve to die in the way that yeah. he did. And um, if, if they were going to be outraged over something, it should have been that one and not uh, this, this Floyd case. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree. Uh, I have to agree very much with you on that one, Blake. Okay, one other news item. It is a toxically masculine Tuesday, so congratulations to the Baylor Bears for winning the national championship by ruining Gonzaga's perfect season last night. But they were clearly a lot better than Gonzaga. You know, perfect season, you're doing it wrong. Uh, the other issue is that Major League Baseball, of course, as you may have heard, decided to move their All Star game out of Georgia a couple of days ago because Georgia passed a law requiring voter ID. Uh, holding back on uh, keeping people from electioneering and basically requiring proof, some proof chain of custody that people who vote in their elections in the future are real eligible legal voters. Major League Baseball called this undemocratic, attacked the state of Georgia, and then they decided to move the All-Star game from Georgia, which is, by the way, a, a, a majority black state or very high population of blacks, to um, Colorado where there's a population of blacks is about 9%. It's about one of the whitest states in the country. And, uh, and they're supposed to be like defending the black people by, I guess, screwing them over financially and taking business away from their state. And uh, they also expanded their contract with a Chinese firm called Tencent, which has ties to the Communist Party. So they're taking money from the Communist Chinese, who, of course, we know were behind the theft of the 2020 election that prompted all this. And then they decided to move the game to... Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, Colorado, where, um, guess what? They also require voter ID. They also require some proof of signature. They also do not allow electioneering while people are standing in line to vote. And all of the things that basically Major League Baseball said they were against exist in Colorado. So again, Blake, we have complete corporate hypocrisy on the part of our, our sports leagues and, I guess, our commercial firms like Coca-Cola. Uh, isn't this really a, an example of how com what a complete joke wokeism is? Oh, absolutely. This is going to, yeah, people are going to be looking at this one for, you know, hundreds of years, probably with the corporations getting involved in this. It's it's outrageous. And yeah, you had Coca-Cola, you had Delta. And now uh, Tim Cook out of uh, Apple is, is also still saying that. So I don't know if they actually do any research or they just, just jump to uh, emotional conclusions here. Um, and they just they totally screwed over the city of Atlanta. Yeah, I think it's like 50% uh, black in Atlanta um, yeah, it's at nine point eight percent in black and and Denver. Um, yeah, and of course they already have the voter ID, but for uh, in Georgia they're calling it Jim Crow. It's just it's it's insane. After they were embarrassed nationally and worldwide with all the problems they had with their election that just took place. So they well, yeah, the thing is to change it. Yeah. Right. What they want to do is they want to be able to make the statement that it's completely false that the election was stolen. That's what this is really about. It's about claiming the last, there's no proof whatsoever the last election was stolen when there's all kinds of proof everywhere. We have all the proof we could ever need that this election was stolen in multiple states. The simple fact that the voting was stopped in all five swing states or six swing states simultaneously on election night is de facto proof right there. In fact, proof that the election was uh, stolen. And you don't need anything more than that. But all the other uh, elements that are in there that you can find in Mike Lindell's video, uh, absolute, yeah, truth, or it starts with a P R, absolute P R O O F is what you should look for online. And you'll find all the information you could possibly need. You know, Blake, I don't give them, these people, any benefit of the doubt. They are lying deliberately. They're deliberately trying to make a big stink out of the Georgia law, not just to keep stealing elections in Georgia, but also to try to perpetuate the lie that there was nothing untoward about this election, when in fact it's the most rigged, stolen, fraudulent election fraud in history. So uh, we've got that problem going on. And that, and these people are all uh, complicit, part and parcel. And I certainly cannot wait for the day that all of these people like Tim Cook go to jail. Let's find out what they're guilty of. I know they're guilty of something. And let's send them all to jail and never let them walk free again. Let's take everything away from them because they've attempted to take everything away from us. And unfortunately, sadly, because the people who are supposed to be on our side seem to spend more time golfing and going to movie premieres, they seem to be getting away with it at this point. So, all right. Uh, other, There's one other thing that, that kind of caught my eye yesterday that I, I thought was interesting. Uh, Joe Biden just can't help himself. Uh, not only is he a complete hypocrite and a fraud and a fake president, but he's also creepy. Um, yeah, this there yesterday, this is from when President Trump returned to the White House after his brief issue with COVID when he and others at the White House were deliberately infected with uh, COVID-19. And I really would like to know which Republican it was that uh, volunteered to be the carrier that uh, infected everybody at the Supreme Court 
um, ceremony, Supreme Court nomination ceremony in the White House that the president apparently caught it from. But at the time, this bozo on MSNBC said, in America, Michael Beschloss, our presidents have generally avoided strongman balcony scenes. That's for other countries with authoritarian systems implying this about Donald Trump. Well, Mr. Beschloss, what happened on Easter Sunday? Creepy Joe and Creepy Jill appeared on the White House balcony with the creepiest Easter bunny I've ever seen in my life. I mean, can you know, again, Joe Biden, the Bidens, making Easter creepy again. Actually, Easter was never creepy until they got involved. He managed to give a speech, an Easter address that didn't use the name Jesus Christ, if you can believe that. Because, of course, if he did speak the words in the name Jesus Christ, he would melt in a puddle of goo like the, you know, uh, hellhound demon that he is. But they put a freaking mask on the Easter Bunny. These people are psychotics and creepy. And I just can't get over the level of creep that this puts out. Blake, your thoughts on that one? I don't think anyone ever will because that belongs in the Smithsonian or something and then people for future generations are going to be like what in the world is going on? How do you explain something like that? The president, yeah, they're all wearing masks with the Easter bunny, just a weird optic. But yeah, they have just been taken over here in America temporarily or there's a dual presidency or something I, I hope because uh, what, what's, what are we going to deal with uh, going forward? It's an interaction we're we're arguing where there's nobody really knows who the king is and uh it is a problem and it's it, it, you know i think we can safely say we're in that but that doesn't mean our side is going to do anything to help us win in the end okay blake do you have any uh, stories you wanted to share with the audience today for toxically masculine tuesday or otherwise sure why don't i throw on a few and then we'll uh we'll pass it back let's see here Testing. Okay. I don't, did you, I think you guys cover this? I'm not 100% because um, that evergreen has been thrown yes. around a bit. Uh, it's still ridiculous. A day later, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the Portland High School worries the evergreen tree is problematic because it could symbolize lynching. Yeah, the, uh, the Democrats are just trying to find racism in, in everything. So that was just interesting from uh, Ida B. Wells of the high school in Southwest Portland as they're throwing around different uh, names for the mascot. I don't know what uh, it was before. Was it something that had to do with uh, Native American? Probably something uh, really offensive like an otter or something like that. that they, pre they changed it away for animal rights activists to the evergreens. And now the trees are racist. Yeah, somebody switched that around. I am, yeah, it's crazy stuff. Um, let's see. Matt Gates is also in the news. He's defiantly blaming the D.C. swamp and the media for the uh, sex trafficking allegations and says he's not a monk. Went on a full throttled tear against his political foes in a new op-ed. Actually, I haven't read that yet. I'll have to check that out. Responding to the ongoing firestorm over a Justice Department investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct. Uh, he says these uh, Washington scandal cycles are predictable and sex is especially potent in politics. Certainly is. Uh, let me first remind everybody that I'm a representative in Congress, not a monk, and certainly not a criminal. So at least he's uh, coming out firing against these uh, accusations so he's not uh, running around hiding, looking for his uh, lawyers. Um, 
somebody is who is hiding a little bit. I don't know if they've made any public statements, but that's probably a, a good thing under the circumstances. And Mike, I know we were probably talking about uh, this has been the ongoing uh, yeah. Tuesday. Um, well, we, we talk about uh, so yeah, far our, our weekly Tuesday discussion about the Deshaun Watson case. Yeah. Yes, the that ongoing awesome. saga. It is now up to twenty-two cases against him. Another lawsuit uh, alleging the uh, quarterback assaulted a licensed esthetician. Sorry for not pronouncing that correctly. By touching her with his penis and exposing himself. Lawsuit filed Friday, made available on the uh, district clerk's website, says that Watson's behavior is part of a disturbing and escalating pattern. The plaintiff alleges Watson grabbed her buttocks during a massage while his penis was erect and completely exposed. The lawsuit alleges Watson told the massage therapist that she had to sign a non-disclosure agreement before he would even pay her for the massage. The lawsuit says, based on publicly available information, in a short time frame, Watson used more than 50 different women for massages and alleges that Watson selected all of these women via social media, mostly Instagram and Snapchat. However, some of the lawsuits... Uh, he booked massages through spas or the uh, normal channels, I suppose. So I guess he is going to be scheduled for a conference. That would be today. That's Tuesday, mm -hmm. which he will mm -hmm. address important and significant developments in this case. Actually, well, it's uh, Busby, uh, the lawyer, who yeah. will be uh, addressing it, not uh, his client under these uh, circumstances. So anyway, I'll, uh, I'll pass it on to you, Mike. Well, like, just, you uh, know, again, Blake, what I have to say about this is just because a woman, the woman says that that happened doesn't mean that that happened. Uh, secondly, mm -hmm. if you're there for a therapeutic massage, then you, you should ask the client not to be naked. First of all, where, you know, you can wear, you can wear tight shorts. Uh, a man can, and you can still massage the area through the shorts, uh, the, the buttocks and things like that, which are, you know, it's part of the, he's just, he's an athlete. So you didn't need to massage that. And, uh, so he didn't need to be exposed. And my question would be if, if you were there for a true professional therapeutic massage and the guy rolls over and shows you his wiener, why don't you just leave? I mean, you, you should at this point just leave. And uh, anything after that, I think, is on, on her. Because if that's not what she's there for, you just say, look, we're not doing that. You, first of all, you set the boundaries up front, and then you leave. And it's not that big a deal. Um, and they then come back and say, well, they don't even really say it's a criminal complaint. There's one criminal complaint that has been filed. A case has been opened. But all the rest of them are just suing for money. So, uh, again, I remain skeptical of this, although it does seem likely that there's a pattern of misbehavior by Mr. Watson. But again, I would say asking for a handy is not a crime. Okay. If that's what he kept it to, that's not a crime. Um, however, he does seem to have a bit more than the average voracious appetite. Although, uh, how much testosterone does a 25 year old super athlete like Deshaun Watson have raging through his bloodstream? I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to find out the truth about this. We probably never will because whatever settlement is reached, that nobody's going to be able to talk about it. So we're never really going to know what happened. But he's going to have these allegations over his head for a long time. Uh, it seems likely that some of them are true. But again, I think it's a question of, um, you know, I, I, this is why I would love to have a court case. You know, why, why, didn't you, why didn't you leave when he exposed himself? If you weren't there for that, 
and you weren't going to do that, why didn't you just leave? And isn't everything that happened after that on her? There's no indication that he physically assaulted or physically prevented anyone from leaving or anything like that, which would be a problem. But doesn't seem like that's the case at this point. Hate to just take Deshaun Watson's side here, but I remain skeptical of all this, uh, given how much money he makes and given how much money is potentially involved. So that's my take, again, as yep. it remains consistent the last three weeks. What about you, Blake? Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting case. I would uh, be kind of an awkward, I don't know, it's a strange one. If you were going to be a juror, I guess, would you want to be there and, and hear all these stories and hear the cross-examinations with all of these uh, women and their allegations? Um, Not really, but, you know, I don't want to I don't want to get a description of Deshaun Watson's erect penis. No, I really it's not on my list of things to do for the week. No. But yeah, there, there must be some kind of a procedure in, in place. And I'm sure these uh, women have, have been through this. It wasn't like the first time, like, oh, my God, I've been doing massages for 10 years and I've never had anybody ask that or well, do the, that. The thing, the thing I don't know yet at this point is have any of these women sworn out affidavits? And from what I understand, the answer to that is no. Now, when you swear out an affidavit, you are testifying under penalty of perjury that what you're saying is true. So I find it a little bit disturbing for the women's, the ladies' cases that none of them to this point, as far as I know, have sworn out an affidavit. Then, you know, I mean, I've had some things happen to me that I've sworn out affidavits for, and I can absolutely totally back them up. So, uh, and they happened in the bar at AlienCon in Baltimore. Anyway, um, so uh, it's pretty interesting case. We'll see how it develops, and uh, we'll keep an eye on it for you here at Toxically Masculine Tuesday. Uh, but it would seem to mean that Deshaun Watson is not going anywhere in terms of football teams anytime soon. So, all right, uh, guys, oh, if yeah. you want to uh, send me some love for the show, uh, it's paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike Dash Barra. I can use the love. Blake can use the love. If you want to send it to Blake, it's paypal.me slash Blake Wally. You can also check out what's going on with Blake at his site, The Next Level News. You can also go to mikebarra.blogspot.com and my library TV channel, which will become Odyssey soon enough. Mike Barra official. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Peelback Report, Casey Jones channel, which on, on one of the channels on which you're watching is, and Mike Barrett 2 or Mike Barrett II, my new backup channel. And again, don't forget ungovernedtees.com, uh, the ungoverned t-shirt company.com, where they have lots of cool stuff. Hang on a second. And I'm going to do a little screen share here and take you guys through this. So Again, um, if you want to catch up on what's going on with me, I haven't updated it in a couple days, but I promise I'll get to it. Uh, MikeBarrett.blogspot.com. If we should disappear off YouTube, this is the place to come to find out where I'm doing the show from. We'll be doing it from somewhere else. Here's Blake's channel, The Next Level News. Look at how delightful and delighted and happy Casey is to be on our show. This is from the last SNL that we did on Saturday night. It's the next time we'll lose news.com. Ooh, and Jen does not look happy with me at all. Anyway, nextlevelnews.com. Uh, you can also pick up the show on podcasts there. Oh, somebody said something that, Blake, you must have said something that fatally offended Casey and shocked me. Um, uh, you can pick up the podcast channels there and again ungoverned t-shirt company.com where you can get cool stickers and baseball caps there's casey rocking the baseball cap and the child lives matter shirt and the black logo beanie cap among many other things your obama trader t-shirt and uh, all kinds of cool stuff there and don't forget my backup backup channel, library.tv, it's going to be retired in favor of odyssey.com very, very soon. But that's where I have got 
my backup channel, which is Mike Barra Official. And I have 116 followers. We got it. What you need to do is go into Library TV or Odyssey, sign up for a new account, come in and follow my channel. If I get to a thousand people, I can start streaming directly to library.tv where everybody can find me. So again, that's uh, what we'd like you to do. And uh, again, true uh, ungovernedtshirtcompany.com, which is true patriot gear for true patriots. You can get cool MAGA shirts like the one Blake is wearing. Okay, let's go see what's in chat, Blake. Uh, quiet day today. I think we, we had a great time last night with the class with Janet. went really, really well. Christine Packer says hi to those of us that are here. Okay, hi, everybody. Um, oh, that's too bad. There was, a, there was a tweet there. I think it was from Oski talking about a certain person who spent, who had one hand on their phone and one hand on something else. <laughs> while they were watching our show today to hit the dislike button. Sean, good afternoon to you in North Carolina. Uh, Blake Wally is here. Hey, that guy's cool. Hey. Blake Wally. Uh, hello, Mike and Blake from Rosemary Limo. Sean says hello, Blake. Uh, it'll G I T L G coach. Hi, everybody. Sean's here saying Mike. Uh, Karen is here. Hi, Karen. I don't know which Karen you are, but hello. Um, howdy friends. If you're Karen from Northrop Grumman, I'd like to talk to you again. Uh, Robert Zem the fourth is here. How you doing? Susan Adams is here. Jennifer greetings from the IHOP in Tucson enjoying some blueberry pancakes. Well, hi, Jennifer. Don't eat too many of those pancakes. We don't, we don't want to get you to, we don't want to plump you up too much. Enjoy oh, them once a week. Um, Rosemary says, anyone else see the news article that JB is now going to fix the holes in the wall at the border? I have not seen that. I've not seen that. Um, I did run across that. Yeah, it's interesting. I, developed, I haven't uh, looked at it. But yeah, there, there are gaps on the border, obviously, because they shut it down. So, But I mean, now they're going to go, okay, well, maybe we can probably put a few of these together and make our yeah. job a little easier for yeah. at least for the border patrol. Uh, they don't want to, though. They want our country to be invaded. And in fact, two terrorists were just busted trying to get in through the border. Casey wants to know if any of us have watched the HBO 17 doc. I refuse to watch it because it's all going to be BS. But uh, I don't know. I'd like to, but I don't have HBO, but I might sign up just for the heck of it. Uh, you can also watch Godzilla vs. Kong, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um <laughs> Dreamer Ultra is back. Shruti Singh is here. Um, Adone Gutierrez, good morning. Kimberly Reck is here. Tiffany Hayes is here. Byron Snell is here. He says, good morning to Casey. Expediliosius is here. Kevin Strupp is here. Hello, dude. Paul, Paul Martins is here. MJ Sedona saying hi to us and hi to your, her chat friends. Christopher Soderstrom. Need to get you a BK Hacken shirt sometime, Mike. All right, cool. I'll wear it. Gladly wear it, even though City is and always has been my team. Um, there's no movie premiere here that I'm aware of. Well, there was Marcus Toledo. Mike, do you know if the UK column has kicked been if UK column has been kicked off YouTube? It hasn't been on since Friday. I would assume yes. So I would look for them somewhere else. That's usually what happens. Um, Abbott is the anti-globalist. Well, I hope so, because we need some. Vinico is calling us from snowy Belgium. Snow oh. in April. That's why the Germans lost World War II. So. Jeff Schreiner is here. Uh, Ian Jordan is here. Yeah, they want him to get away with it. Well, he should. So, 
Christine Packer, Jane Meyer, watching on Casey's channel. Does that cancel out all that toxic masculinity? Yes. Yes, it does. Elsie uh, Nanoya says the uh, HBO was stupid. Um, Eddie Allen, Mike is wrong about the Floyd case. I'm a medical professional of 30 years and served in law enforcement. Cops are not medical professionals or judge, jury, and executioner. I'm not saying they are. I'm saying the autopsy report by the medical expert says there was no damage whatsoever to his lungs, his neck, his chest, his esophagus, his breathing tube, anything. Nothing that Chauvin did to him had anything to do with his death. He died categorically of a fentanyl drug overdose. So... Uh, the moment Floyd appeared to be in respiratory distress, 911 should have been called immediately and Satter stood him up after he was restrained, not placed face down on the cop sitting on him. Cop wasn't sitting on him. He was pushing down on his shoulder blade. And again, uh, there was no damage and the 911 people were called. They got there within minutes, as you can see from the video. So what else are they supposed to do? When a guy has that much fentanyl in his system, even if he's six feet five, 260 or whatever Floyd was, um, it's going to kill you. So... Uh, I thought they knew each other and even worked as doorman in an establishment where there were shady goings on. Yes, that's all true. Um, and do you know any more about this? No, I only know that the evidence where that evidence would have been kept would be in the Minneapolis police precinct, which was burned down in the subsequent riot. So that is all pretty shady. All, all I'm saying is that from my perspective, very clearly, the autopsy report makes it clear that nothing Chauvin did to uh, George Floyd had anything to do with his accidental death by drug overdose. Um yeah, and also, how are they supposed to know uh, he was in respiratory distress? So, um, important. Uh, v. Nico, people talking amongst themselves in Belgium. A lot of debate about George Floyd. I am sick of sports thinking we're going to be excited for them to join their PC cancel culture. So I'm canceling sports, even though it hurts my soul. Yeah. Angry Mimi. I'm trying to get there myself, trying to get there myself. Yeah. yeah masked bunny, the scariest freaking Easter bunny in world history right there. That Easter bunny had beer breath. <laughs> the Easter bunny is a super spreader. Can't argue with that one. Um, Tuggy waffle says maple trees hate Asians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, Eddie Allen's really big in here talking about um, talking about George Floyd, which you can do. We have free speech here. Um, maybe Watson was falling and needed a muddy <laughs> buttock to stabilize himself. That's what I'd say if I was him. Maybe he snorted Parmesan cheese. Um, oh God. Tuggy with some more inappropriate stuff. <laughs> we, uh... Christine Packer. You're right, Mike. I'm a massage therapist. And when that happens, just leave the room. Yeah. I just go home. I mean, it's like, you know, first of all, get paid before you start the massage and you know, guys are going to try this kind of crap and not that I ever have, but, uh, you just leave. You know, inappropriate. It's like, I don't get it. How, I mean, pretty much if you stay and continue the massage, you're basically saying to him that that's okay with you. And which means I don't think there's a crime at that point. Um, oh, okay. I guess this guy that we heard about earlier, he's on Telegram as Mr. Pool. So I forget what his name is, but 
somebody that people follow. Um, a lot of talk about the canals. Kimberly Rex says hi to us. Says hi to Casey. Yes, I really don't mean to discuss massages and erect penises on this show, but we have to. It's Toxically Masculine Tuesday. It had to be done. If you're going to pick a day of the week to talk about erect Okay, sorry. I'm not going to. Erection frogs and erections. The time to talk about it is Toxically Masculine Tuesday. Uh, yeah, we just discussed that possibility. Does IHOP stand for incredibly high on prices? Uh, Caviar Dreams is here from Hawaii. Hi, Caviar Dreams. I still love your dog. He has such a cute pooch back there in the back seat. Um, not going to click on that one, Kimberly Rick. Not going to click on it. Uh, Jennifer Beach says, we had an active shooter this morning in Frederick, Maryland, shot two people at a business and drove over to Fort Detrick and was killed on base. Apparently the shooter was a Navy sailor or something. That strikes me as his wife was seeing another man who owned a business or something and he tried to shoot him and then went home. Uh, Jennifer wants me to do my David Hatcher Childress impersonation. I cracked up last night while watching him on Beyond. What do I get out of it, Jennifer? Okay. You know, what do I get out of it? Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll do that for you in private on a phone sometime. <laughs> Make you deal. <laughs> oh, uh, I did not get a notification about Mike's channel. Well, make sure you subscribe and ring the little bell and make sure you click all. That's the only way to do it. Laura Mills is here being quiet. Uh, Nancy Burks, love the class last night. Good, Nancy, we want to hear that. I'm glad you got something good out of it. So, um, facts, oh, sorry. Lollipop passports are about creating justification for segregation, discrimination, and elimination of certain groups. In this case, people who don't want to be part of the experimental lollipop program. Cannot disagree with that at all. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of outrage yesterday about the uh, liberals were freaking out that Greg Gutfeld has got his uh, new show, but it's in more of a uh, format like a regular, like a nighttime talk show. I guess he's going to be kind of competing head to head with uh, the, the uh, Colbert's and the Kimmels of the world. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. whether you like okay. Gutfeld or not, he's uh, light years better than the rest of these uh, hacks. The only one that's yeah. even remotely watchable is Fallon because he doesn't have to get political every single time he gets on there. But he does sometimes. And you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I've given you enough of an opportunity, pal, and uh, you're going to go away for a while. Um, okay. Uh, anyone, everyone here, D law, uh, the law says everyone here, Hunter is blaming Russia. Yeah. He's blaming Russia for his cocaine habit and that he was banging Malia Obama. So, you got a deal. You got a deal, Jen. Um, I haven't watched the HBO document, but I did see a 17 Conspiracy three-part documentary on Vice Channel. Probably the same damn thing. Uh, do you think the lollipops are about poisoning the well of the human genome so that we are no longer a threat to the alien races? It's entirely possible that that may be a sub-agenda involved. Um, yeah, England are going to use the passports for the soccer games. Again, 
what we need to be doing is arming the British people. We shouldn't be arming the rebels in Iran. We should be arming the British people, the rebels in Britain first and go back and take over. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am sickened by when I see like the police in either Canada or Britain or yeah. Australia. And it's yeah. like, they just run over those people. It's just, it's sickening. Not that well, bad. um, Guys, there's not a lot of news today. And again, I want to remind everybody again that there's probably not going to be a show, certainly not at the regular time tomorrow, Tell the Truth Wednesday. I have to go take my brother for surgery. He's getting ear surgery. Blake's dad is getting going in for surgery. Uh, I did do an interview with Jordan Sather yesterday, and it'll be posted in a couple days on his site, probably Telegram and Rumble and places like that. And when I get a link to it, I will post it on mikebarra.blogspot.com. Calm. So if there is a show tomorrow, it'll be the late Tell the Truth Wednesday, like 5 or 6 p.m. I'll come on and probably do a live stream. I may be solo, but if Casey wants to join me at 5 o'clock, we can come in and do a 5 o'clock Tell the Truth Wednesday. Otherwise, it will be a day off. So it's kind of actually we're going to put all the pressure on Casey now. It's up to Casey to decide whether there's going to be a show tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, Dave's uh, Dave's ear surgery is not a big deal, um, although this is ridiculous. I got to tell this story. He had to get a COVID test before they would do surgery on his ear for a uh, bad eardrum. They're going to put a tube in his ear so he can hear better and so his tinnitus goes away. And uh, they gave him a COVID test. We had to drive all the way to Tacoma for a COVID test the other day. And um, it came back as negative. But then it said and something like this. I'll try to have it for you tomorrow. But because he doesn't show any symptoms he may in fact have COVID is basically what it said. So you test negative for a virus with a test that doesn't even freaking work, but because you have no symptoms, that might mean you're infected, Blake. <laughs> Again, it absolutely makes no sense. Thanks, Shruti. It's scientific, yeah. Uh, thanks, JS Pop. Yeah, guys, just a really short um, show today. Yeah, to help with his tinnitus and hearing and some other things. And uh, it just, it's, it's completely ridiculous. Oh no, he's been compromised. No, they only stuck it in the, uh, in the entrance to his nose, which again, if the CV, if the, if the Cerveza virus is a real respiratory virus, it replicates here. It doesn't replicate in the back of your brain case. So again, all right, um, Blake, any final thoughts before we send these people on their way after this very brief show? I guess just uh, one more on the uh, football. It happens to be an anniversary of a uh, spectacular uh, sports moment. Um, it fits in with our Toxically Masculine uh, Tuesday here. Mm -hmm. It's from uh, Jim Rome and uh, Jim Everett, former quarterback of the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Right. right. Or was Jim, it St. Louis Rams? Jim Everett was the Rams quarterback. He was drafted very high. He never amounted to much of anything. And Jim Rome was trying to make a name for himself. So you got that video there? We got to show that? Or? I do. Okay. Let's see if this is uh, sharing screen. Here we go. In case you missed it, let's uh, put this on here. Back from 1994. Okay, that was you interviewed you and been Jim ever back there, but somewhere along the way, Jim, you ceased being Jim, you became Chris. Well, let me tell you a little secret. That 
you know, we're sitting here right now, and if you guys want to take a station break, you can. But if you call me Chris Everett to my face one more time, I already did it twice. Better, you better you call one more time. We better st take a station break. Well, it's a five minute segment, our five segment show. We got a long way to go. Well, we do. We got a long way to go. We do. I'll get a couple segments out of well, you. Well, it's good to be here with you, though. Well, because you've been talking like this behind my back for a long but time. But now I said it right here. Right. Exactly. Well, we got no problem. Well, I with think that. It, I think that you you probably won't say it again. I bet I do. Okay. Chris. <laughs> okay. Well, that was uh, good stuff. <laughs> that was that was a classic moment in toxic masculinity where Jim Rome made himself a career. He made himself a career by goading Jim Everett, a crappy quarterback, by calling him Chris Everett to yeah. his face three times. A yeah, classic, Chris Everett was a tennis player, a right? Masculine yeah. moment. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, he's yeah trashing this guy. Chris Everett, I think, was a, a women's tennis player, I think, and he was yes. calling him soft, basically humiliated himself in front of uh, his own city and the country. And that's kind of when these uh, sportscasters took on a whole new uh, level of uh, how they presented the, these things. And I, I got to respect Jim Rome for, you know, for calling him out to his face on that. But, yeah, it was a, a great moment to, uh, to to behold. So there it was. Classic history. Oh. Yeah. Also, 44 years ago today, Duran Leonard. Well, is that the fight where Duran kicked Sugar Ray Leonard's ass, or is that the fight where is that the famous No Moss fight? So, by the way, there is a great um, there is a great movie about Roberto Duran. I I I think it's I'm trying to is it a is it a movie? What's it called? Is it called Hands of Stone? Yeah, Hands of Stone, uh, 2016 film, and it stars. It's about Roberto Duran, and it stars that wonderful actress that I'm just madly, madly uh, in in love with, um, <clears throat> Ana de Armas, who is absolutely beautiful. So check that out. It's a masculine movie. That's what we should do. Is every toxically masculine Tuesday, we should have a masculine movie recommendation. And that's what we're going to do. So guess what? I'm going to give you this one. I'm going to tell you guys to go out and rent or find Hands of Stone from 2016, starring Edgar Ramirez, Robert De Niro, Usher, Ruben Blades, and Anna de Armas. And it, you will love it. It's a great movie. It's about a boxer. And uh, it's just absolutely, totally 100% cool. So go check that movie out. It was really, really good. You will thoroughly enjoy it. That is that enjoy it. That is your toxically masculine movie recommendation for Tuesday, April the sixth, twenty twenty one. Okay, for Blake Wally, somewhere east of California, I'm Mike Barra, your host in Seattle, Washington. Absolutely, go out, go Manchester City. Let's kill. Let's beat up on Borussia Dortmund and then steal their striker, Erling Holland, to bring him to our team next year. Have a great Tuesday. No toxically, no, sorry, no tell the truth Wednesday, tomorrow, except maybe later in the afternoon. Look for it around 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. There's a chance we'll have one. It just depends on how the whole day goes. So for Blake Wally and Blake Wally's dad, good luck to him tomorrow. And for me and my brother Dave, good luck to him tomorrow and their surgeries. Everybody have a great day. And we will see you no later than Thursday morning for Deep Thought Thursday with me and Blake and Casey. And we might see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.